listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle in the building. You know who's here. Rich Sizzle's in the building. Jay Sizzle's in the building. We've got to talk about the NBA. It's a lot of moving and grooving. It's a lot of shaking and baking. It's a lot of dipping and ripping. It's a lot of alley-ooping and ooh, ooh, ooping. That's because, like, they trading everybody. Everybody. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> The Pacers are trading everybody. everybody. <laughs> is it really called trading at this point, or is this like you know uh, a clearance special at Walmart or something? <laughs> hey, at least at least they're up front with their tanking, unlike a certain football team down there in Miami. Oh, oh, that was so unnecessary, my friend. Wow, that was so <laughs> unnecessary. So, okay, let's look at the Pacers. They traded away. A Probably their best player. I'm just, I'm not the Karis Levert thing. Okay, you trade Karis Levert, but you traded away your man, the guy, the guy who was supposed to take you into championship lore. So, what do you have left? Who, who, wait a minute, who's their best player? Sabonis. I know you're talking about, yeah, Sabonis. I know you weren't talking about Justin Howard, Jeremy Lamb. Dustin you know what? I didn't even know Jeremy Lamb was still in the league. That's how bad it was. After a while, I was like, he can't still be in the league. I've got I've got mixed reviews on this whole thing because the the from what I'm reading is okay, cool. We got Sabonis, but we had to get rid of Halliburton for him though. But yeah, then, that, 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 I, yeah. Well, I still think Halliburton should have been a Bulls, but that's oh, moving right along. Moving right. Along. I, guess, I don't know. Why does Buddy Hill get such a bad rep? It's like nobody cares that that Buddy Hill uh, is either here or got traded in existence. It, it, it was a big name when he was supposedly going to the Lakers, and then it's like you know somebody else came around. I was like, yeah, hey, forget you, dude. <laughs> I, you know, I, trying to figure what, out what's going on. Why why is he being treated like a a, a wet three dollar bill or something? You know, it all depends who wants you. That's the whole question. I mean, the Lakers, they were, they were pulling in. He was being part of that group that was coming in there that was going to be the last solidifying piece. Mm-hmm. And then now you're down there with the Acers, or you, you won't even put a P on their name. You're just going to call them the Acers down there. And who knew Tristan Thompson is still in the league? How, how is that? Possible. Tristan he Thompson's the got child support. He got to keep playing. <laughs> he got to keep playing. He's going to be 55 out there still, be a, still on the bench. <laughs> the only reason I knew he was in the league was because I happened to look up certain drafts from some years back, and I happened to notice his name was was still active. I said, oh, he's still playing. I don't know where, but, well, I know now. He's uh, he's a pacer now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as of, mm-hmm. as of like six hours ago. <laughs> well, okay, so if you look at it, is this a good trade for them? I, I don't see how this was a good trade. I don't see for the Pacers. No, for the Pacers, to me, it was a great trade for the Pacers. I think I Halliburton. That was fabulous. Halliburton didn't even know he was getting traded. <laughs> he was like, oh, where am I going? Pacers? Well, yeah, that's good. That's fabulous for them. S- small market to small market. Mm-hmm. If I was anybody going to Indiana, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. It's like six inches of snow down there. Like, no, I don't want to go there. They, they get they get younger, and that's a, that's a piece you can actually pull around a little bit. Like we were talking about earlier, you'll like to see Halliburton as a bull, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're giving up everything, but they got a good piece back, though. 
So you think you think that is this their final destination, or 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 are they going to be sent somewhere else before the end? Well, I, I think Halliburton is there to stay. I believe that uh, because he's a he's a piece you can actually build around Halliburton. Mm -hmm. Because where else? Who else now are the Pacers going to give up, and who else do they have to give up? You know what I'm saying? To get what? Because we found out that most of these teams are not being built by the draft. They're being built by free agency. If you don't have the players on your team that are going to attract major free agents, you're not going to win in this league. We see that all around. Look at the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls had to pull it together, and all of a sudden you start seeing it. They get a DeMar DeRozan, who was not this great super free agent, but he turned out to be a lot better than what we thought he was going to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm looking at it and just looking at it from a, a distance. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heal, Tristan Thompson. For DeMontis Sabonis, Jeremy Land, Justin Holiday. I think if you're the Kings, you flip out Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb somehow. And I don't know if you're the Pacers, do you even need Tristan Thompson? It's one of those questions where you got young guys. I know Miles Turner is hurt and he conveniently hurt himself right before the trade deadline, but that's of for course. another topic. But I'm just saying when it comes to Sacramento, I don't even know. Really, the trade was Halliburton for Sabonis. I mean, that's where you're going with this. I mean, you still got Bagley over at uh, Sacramento. I mean, it's just bad. To me, I, just everything about their trade is just bad. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like that now I can't see Sabonis do the Sabonis thing, even though I probably never watched him do the Sabonis thing. You no, know, I didn't. If you, put, if you put any player in the right situation and, 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 and get them the help that they need, they're going to shine. The NBA is all about chemistry. If you can put the right people together, you can make things work. Look at the Lakers, right? Right now you got guys limping around, hopping around, and it looks like that chemistry is not going to come together. But obviously you start seeing AD get back. You start seeing some other things pulling together. And then maybe you see a playoff push because all those pieces are melding together at one point in time. It's all is a league that's based on people, individuals. Can these guys play together? If they can play together, they can be dangerous, you know? Um, we, we're, we're seeing right now, is one superstar going to be enough? We, we know that there's not enough if you don't have the pieces around you. So I think Sabonis coming in uh, is going to be a good pickup for them. Now we'll just see what happens from that point. Well, okay, we've got a superstar to talk about. There's one player that we need to talk about, the impact of his injury. But before we get there, there was another trade. There was a big trade. And it was in the Big Easy. I don't know if it's still the Big Easy. The trade seems kind of greasy, so now the trade is the Big Greasy. That's what I'm going to call it. It's the Greasy trade where Portland traded C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell to the New Orleans Pelicans for Josh Hart, Thomas Sedaransky, Nikolai Alexander-Walker, and Didi Luanza. Is, does that move the needle for any of you guys? No, no, no Zion Williamson in that trade? Oh. No. Got, 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 got the guy who's going to make all the money and is not going to play? Is he going to play again? Is he, he's a, he's a, he, that's a 30 game. That's a 30 to 40 game a year guy, I think. I just think he's going to, he's going to be injured now. I love him. I love Zion Williamson. 
I just don't see this guy playing, you know, 70 games in the course of a season, NBA season. I see Not him. the way he plays. I see him playing well for the Saints. <laughs> no, he's going, no, this is going to be a guy who's going to sign huge contracts <laughs> and he's going to get paid on potential. Talk about the tight end. This is a guy who's going to really get hurt then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is a guy who's going to make hundreds of millions of dollars in the NBA. And if he plays 50% of the games that he's contracted for, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's just going to be injured all the time. Do you just feel bad for C.J. McCollum? He had a collapsed lung. He just he was over there. He has a terrible box because he couldn't find anybody in Portland to really help shape that box the way it should be shaped. And now you send him to New Orleans that has no one. Oh, and by the way, the same player you're talking about is gone. He's gone for like the whole season. I don't. Nobody knows when yeah. that boy is coming yeah. back. I don't know when he's coming back. And here's the thing about it. he's going to come back, be spectacular for about eight games. And then he's going to get gimped up again and be gone for 15. But he's going to, and then they're going to have to start doing him on one of those minutes thing. So he's going to play 20 minutes a game, stuff like that. Hopefully to get him to the playoff, but the Pelicans aren't going to be in the playoffs. And there you go. That's the story. It's a very sad story. Rich well, is, <laughs> you know, I got to throw my two cents in there. All right. Well, say All what right. you got to say. It's a sad story. I'm still sad. It's not that sad. We talked about this early. We said about McCollum's uh, salary mm-hmm. and how it was absurd. Mm-hmm. So moving that money now gives the Blazers an opportunity to move some other potential pieces and maybe build around Lillard to his liking. What they're going to build around, because we're talking about Portland, who the city of Portland's going to appeal to, your guess is good as mine's, but it does start the foundation to move pieces. You couldn't move anything around. Like I said, we talked about it earlier. Those two players make up an absurd amount of salary for that team. And then you're left trying to fit the pieces with whoever and and whatever. Now you might be able to move some things around and and get some quality players uh, in back. Now, I don't know what the needs are. I, I just think that at this point, Portland, regardless of whatever moves they make, they're in a bad situation where they're, as, as, as Shannon said, unless you have a, a Dane moment where he just, you know, enters God mode, mm-hmm. um, they're just average at best whoever goes there. But can, can he enter God mode without C.J. McCollum being there? I mean, what what that this Batman to is Robin and now you focus all that defense going to Dame now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I was never convinced that McCollum was that great of a Robin. I mean, he's good and borderline borderline better than the average player, but I, I didn't put him on the list of saying this guy's a legitimate superstar. You know, Clay Thompson yeah. is a superstar. Clay Thompson, yes, you leave him alone and he can drop. He has shown he'll drop 50, 60 points on you. McCollum, eh, I don't know. So are we has, saying has. it's more that like it's his rent to his Stimpy? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But is is Clay Thompson a product though of Steph Curry? That no. that he gets he gets those wide open looks on a regular basis because they they have to you have to watch Curry at the half point line. 
And that, that's what I'm thinking about with Dame. It's, it's, you still had to guard him. I mean, they paid him $33 million, and he was due for $30, what, $6, $37 million next year, something crazy like that. I mean, you, you're throwing out that type of money. You're believing that guy is an impact player because, like you said, he had all their money tied up literally in two people. So if you don't have that person there who is helping stretch that floor for you, because all of a sudden you're not doing what C.J. McCollum can do, not Dame Dollar, uh, is it Dame time? Can he produce under? Can he produce when he needs to? We've seen him falter. You know, we've seen he we've seen Dame Dollar falter. Is this going to be a situation now when all the pressures on him? Can he lead a team by himself? I don't know. Wait to see that. I don't know, but I will. I will probably say I don't think so. Well, I know one person that might be able to help him. He won't help him now, but it's going to be Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards who said, "You know what? My wrist is hurting." I'm not going to play anymore this season. I'm going to have surgery. I love Bradley Bill. So Bradley Bill said, you ain't trading me right now. (laughs) Old (laughs) contraire, mon frere, I'm not leaving right now. (laughs) Nope, nope. Yep, having uh, wrist surgery. Going to be out for the whole season. So he wants Super injured superstar. He wants to stay. He don't want to play. He don't want to play. Want to play. Would you want to stay in Washington right now? (laughs) If you get if you get if you get checks, if you get checks and you ain't got to play, they keep paying him. You know, which they're under contract, they have to. But oh, I'll come back. No, I'm not. I'll come back. No, I'm not. Well, he has a what I love about him. No, he. (laughs) Oh, and they never have to wash it. (laughs) Okay, you know what? You can't do that. It was disappointing though because Washington started the year pretty pretty good, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Now they've fallen down and they're out of the whatever play-in you want to call it, but um, they're still they were still in the running. And now with Bill out, I don't see it happening. So I, I don't know. I, that's getting gray hairs thinking about that one. So well, that's what happens when you want to try and kill Spencer Dinwiddie. If they had just played nights with Spencer Dinwiddie, and then you got Montrez Harrell there who wants to kill all of them. You know, it just it's a bad situation right now in Washington <laughs> because they're a team that's trying to win, but the superstars around them are trying to lose. And so it's terrible. It's terrible. It's pretty much like IO shooting from the last two games. It's horrible. It's been really bad. Well, okay. Let it fly, IO. Keep it triggered, baby. I mean, my keep man. One for seven. You got to keep going. Well, somebody's got to shoot. Somebody's got to do it. Keep, pull, keep pulling it. Somebody, somebody's got to shoot the ball. Twenty-four <laughs> seconds. Somebody's got to throw it up there. Keep pulling it, Io. Io go. Io stand in the lane. He's gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, got it. Yeah. We got to talk about that. I mean, you, we've got to talk about why the schedule for the Bulls is like four games in five days. I, I, I I'm not really. I'm not understanding what you're trying to do to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, you see all the back-to-backs they were playing? What was that, last week? They were like, <laughs> they were like back-to-back. Okay, back-to-back again, back-to-back again. But yeah, it's somebody back-to-back to make somebody with mad. quality teams. I mean, this yeah, isn't like yeah. you just playing the little sisters of the poor. I mean, you getting hit by teams, Jack. Yeah. But, yeah, but well, here's, here's the Our makeup games from, uh, from their COVID hiatus. They made them up poorly. That's all I'm gonna say, Jack. It was it was not a makeup game. It was like a COVID game. It was like this is what happens: is the COVID comes in and it beats you, and then you have to 
play again tomorrow. I'm just, I'm really sad that the Bulls keep trying to, to get small forwards. I don't understand why. Hey, can't you just get a center? I was about to say, can the Bulls get a big before the trade deadline's over? But because I think that's what that's what's going to keep them out of the hunt. They got you got to have a, a legit big when he gets down and and games are only being won eighty to eighty four. You know what I'm saying? We we're not throwing one hundred and thirty points up. We got to have a big now. We can dump this ball down in there. We got to have somebody defending down. Uh, near the basket. We got to have somebody down there altering. We just don't have that for the Bulls right now. Well, I do have some good news for you before we get ready to go because we're getting ready to get off the air. But before we get ready to go, Jay, there's great news. Oh. There's great news. The person that you love the most on the Bulls, it's a possibility Pat Williams will be back before the end of the season. Why Why is there so much Pat Williams love? I just, why? Because I mean, I know that some of y'all... Ha- some of y'all, if he, if he breaks out them leprechauns and goes one for eight, I am going to ride him like Shrek the donkey. It's what Shrek the donkey? No, the other donkey. I'm going to just get on him and ride him. It's going to look really bad without a saddle. I'm just going to ride him. And I'm 400 pounds. You don't want me on your back, baby. You just don't want it. Okay. Well, with that said, you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television, and we will see you, my friend, on the other side. And remember, do well, or Jay will ride you all on you. Without a saddle. Without a saddle. Remember, you can always catch The Sizzle's Hot 5 and 5 right here on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Make sure that you subscribe and share this information with someone. Hit the button, the like button, to make sure that you are leaving those like comments. And hey, down below, tell us what you're thinking. Tell us some things you want us to look at. And make sure that you're looking for a brand new episode of The Sizzle, the hottest talk in the 219. Remember, I'm G Sizzle, and I will see you on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.